It's time to get the most in-depth coverage of University of Tennessee football recruiting with Football Futures. Now, here's Josh Ward. Welcome into Football Futures here on 99.1 The Sports Animal. It's presented by Twin Peaks. My name's Josh Ward, and the show is in the new time slot through the rest of the recruiting season. Every Monday from 7 until 7.30, you can catch Football Futures talking about what's going on with Tennessee football recruiting. And there is a lot going on with Tennessee getting ready for the early signing period next week. We'll get to that on tonight's show. I have two guests scheduled. Very excited to talk to Miles Campbell coming up in just a moment. The tight end commitment is planning to sign with Tennessee next week and then enroll in January. So we're going to talk here in segment number one about being committed to Tennessee, trying to help Tennessee next year right away when he gets on campus, and what the recruiting process has been like. And then in segment number two, I'm going to talk to Tennessee's newest commitment. The Vols landed a commitment earlier today from lineman Amari McNeil. He's a guy that could play on the offensive or defensive line. His plan is to play on defense in college. So I'm going to talk to him about his decision to commit to Tennessee earlier today. That's all coming up right here on Football Futures. It's presented by Twin Peaks, which is located on North Shore Drive near Kingston Pike. It's between Kingston Pike and Paper Mill Drive. And at Twin Peaks, you're going to find a restaurant with a great menu. It's a great place to stop in for lunch. It's a great place to stop in if you were looking to watch the game, no matter what game we're talking about. You have football on tonight with Monday Night Football. College basketball is in full swing. And if you're looking for a place to stop in and watch the game, Twin Peaks is a great option for you. They have the draft beer temperature up on the wall for you at all times, so you know just how cold that draft beer is at Twin Peaks. On North Shore Drive near Kingston Pike, in between Kingston Pike and Paper Mill Drive, it's Twin Peaks making football futures happen each and every week. And I want to welcome to the show here, Miles Campbell. He's a tight end who is committed to Tennessee in the 2021 class, and Miles will be signing with Tennessee next week and enrolling at UT in January. Miles, thanks for taking some time to talk to me here tonight. And I'll ask how excited are you to go ahead and sign next week and get this recruiting process kind of wrapped up? Um, Very. I would say, yes, very much so. I'm just ready to get my mindset fully in Tennessee and uh, just start my career there. And you're going to be enrolling in just a few weeks, so it's a kind of a quick turnover from signing with Tennessee and then enrolling for the spring semester. Why was that important to you to be able to enroll early in the middle of your senior year? Just to know that, or I'd say help my chances to be able to play early. Um, that's always, you know, something I want to do is, you know, play early and make an impact early. And um, early enrolling is a good way to do that. And it started, I guess, uh, I would say, early high school you know taking you know higher level classes where i'd be able to do that and uh, have the opportunity to do that so i'm gonna take advantage of it yeah that's great uh talking to miles campbell tennessee tight end commitment to be signing here soon and um wh- where did that mindset come from do you remember when you decided hey i, w- I want to try to get ahead uh d- was that advice given to you what led you down that path um just to know that i had the opportunity to play early as a freshman and the fastest way or better way for me to do that is to get on campus early and you know get uh i guess more time with the weight and with the offense and just having more time than others would to you know get started in the season what have Tennessee's coaches told you, either Coach Pruitt or Coach Osevet, who coaches the tight ends? What have they told you about the opportunity that is there at the tight end position? 
Um, obviously that, uh, that, that it's, it's, it's pretty open. Um, knowing that, you know, they would like to use the tight end position more, especially in the passing game. And I have the skill set to do so. Um, and that I could come in and obviously, you know, make an impact. Obviously, you know, I have to earn it. You know, it's obviously not going to be given. And I see a great opportunity for me to do that. Yeah. How would you describe your skill set as a tight end? Um, I would just say very versatile. Obviously, you know, I was recruited in morally for, you know, my pass catching ability. I, I can block and I have the willingness to block and, you know, help chip on those, you know, defensive ends and help with the linebackers in the run game. But uh, my, you know, biggest threat to a defense is just the mismatches I'm able to create with linebackers and safeties and corners and just the option I have in the passing game. It seems like the tight end position has been more valued in recent years. Do you see it that way in terms of what that position can bring to an offense? Absolutely. Because um, they can help in the run game, you know, not having, you know, I guess bring an extra lineman how some people do or some teams do, you know, when they get in the red zone and they just want to punch it in, you know, the tight end position can be, you know, just used to block in that regard or the tight end can stay on the field and, you know, pass and, you know, pass, receive the ball, you know, in third and long situations, things like that. And it's just, it has evolved over time, obviously. And I think I am showing that, I, that I'm coming into that. Talking to Tennessee tight end commitment, uh, Miles Campbell. And Miles, obviously this season has not gone great for Tennessee on the field. What have you thought seeing how the season has played out uh, as you get ready to arrive at Tennessee in just a few weeks? Um, just the opportunities that the 2021 class will have. Um, I know that uh, Harrison got his first start of the season uh, this past weekend, and uh, he looked you know, fairly good. Obviously, you know, he's a freshman, so we have things to work on. And I think, uh, you know, this upcoming 21 season at Caden Salter, he could also have a good chance to play. And I just think it's, it's, it, this past season has shown what 2021 can offer for the Vols. Yeah, how much communication do you have with other recruits, guys that are maybe on campus like uh, Harrison, who's already a, a player at Tennessee, or Caden, who's committed with you? He's going to be enrolling in this spring semester. What's the communication like among Tennessee commits? Um, I would I would say I have definitely more communication with the commits than uh, players on field. I feel like, um, you know, the focus is with the commits. That way, you know, we come in, you know, we already have that relationship you know built in that way you know it's an easier transition uh i do talk to i'm saying um, julia nixon uh, dylan brooks uh and hudson wolf as well so those are the main three yeah do you guys have like a group text or you do you message more individually what's that look like um I, it's, it's more of like a group chat group message type deal um you know obviously if i need to ask you know if i just need to talk to and anyone directly, I could do that, but it's more of a group message type deal. Gotcha. What kind of feedback have you gotten from Julian, who I, I know he was tweeting out last week, and I think uh, maybe Monday morning he uh, reaffirmed his plan to sign with Tennessee, but what kind of feedback have you gotten from Julian? Um, I would say, you know, fairly good feedback. You know, he's he's the same, I guess, the same with me. He, you know, just wants to, you know, have this season to be over with and just, you know, get there as soon as possible and make an impact.
Hey, what has this year just been like, Miles, as uh, you're, you're going through or getting ready for your senior year and 2020 happens and Zoom becomes a big deal and you can't take visits like you normally would? So from either just a, a recruiting standpoint or life standpoint, what has 2020 been like? Um, I would have to say wild. And that, yeah, wild is a good word because, you know, you, you know, you become, you know, highly, you know, scouted recruit and then, you know, you, you don't, you want to take your official visits and then you get that taken away from you. And then, you know, so you really focus on your high school season. And then for me, my high school season ended uh, kind of rough. We, uh, going to the last game of the season, we, that game was supposed to determine who'd make the fourth seed in the playoffs. And one of our coaches had uh, got COVID, so we had to forfeit that game, and our season came to an end. So um, I guess that that um, experience, I guess, uh, boosted me, you know, just to want to get to Tennessee and grow more eager to just get on campus and start early. But wild is a good word to sum up this year. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure that's not how you, you know, you, you saw your senior season coming to an end uh, as you're developing over the last few years has it taught you anything everything that you've experienced in 2020 um just to take the most out of the opportunities that are given you know every, not everything is you know set in stone or permanent that you know anything can change at a given moment so just take advantage of the opportunities that you have yeah sure uh, miles campbell tennessee commitment just a couple more things miles and i'll get you out of here what have you liked best about the recruiting process which again has been different for sure in 2020 but what have you liked best about it what are you glad will you'll never have to experience again from the recruiting process um i'd say what i like most about it is the relationships i've built and the thing that i'm glad is over is just all the the nitpicking i would say and you know how teams or like other schools of like backlash and like say negative things about you know other schools and stuff like that and I'm not just obviously I didn't like that so I would just say the good thing I'd say is the relationships and the bad thing is yeah just the, the nitpicking and the, the bad mouthing of other schools. Yeah, so are you talking about, like, schools recruiting you? Uh, I guess that you have you experienced negative recruiting with Tennessee. What's that been like? Oh, not with not with Tennessee. They That's one reason why I did some, um, commit there, because they really never, you know, badmouthed another school. They just focused on our relationship. But I Yeah, what I mean, I guess, schools, was, you know, they, yeah, have other schools say, tried to say negative things to you about Tennessee? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but... That's that's the reason why, you know, I, I really focused on Tennessee and I felt like that was the right school for me. Yeah, good deal. Well, um, what do you want to work on this spring? I'll get you out here after this, Miles, but you, you're going to be able to enroll early so you get to go through the winter workouts and all that. Uh, what are some things you think you need to work on to try to be able to play as a freshman at Tennessee next fall? Um, definitely technique. Uh, because if you have the right leverage, you know, when obviously, you know, I won't be as strong as, you know, other, the other classmen. So when it, it'll come down to the technique and, you know, getting the, the, the small details. Um, yeah, so block, uh, my really, obviously I can pick, catch the ball pretty well. Um, my main focus is, you know, just blocking, focus on my blocking and be able to help out the tackles and, and the run game. Yeah, good deal. Hey, I said last thing, but also, what's it like being a, a highly touted prospect on Twitter? I guess you're from Tennessee fans from time to time, but what, what's social media like as a recruit? 
Um, it's 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 pretty good. Um, I would just say, you know, having you know the feedback, you know, I guess showing like having being shown like the small love of the the fan base is it's it's pretty cool. And knowing that you know when I get up there, obviously it'll it'll grow more. But I would just say, you know, having the fan base, you know, like really welcoming and wanting me to, you know, make an impact early. That's great. Hey, uh, Miles, thanks for taking so much time to talk to me. Congratulations on getting to sign with Tennessee here soon and then enrolling in just a few weeks. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to me today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Tennessee tight end commitment, Miles Campbell. Appreciate his time and appreciate his perspective. Enjoy that conversation. He'll be on campus at Tennessee coming up in just a few weeks. I'm going to come back and talk to another Tennessee commitment. He is the newest commitment for Tennessee, Amari McNeil, another prospect from the state of Georgia, by the way. He committed to the Vols earlier today. He'll explain why he chose Tennessee and also talk about that recruiting process. I'd be curious to see a little bit more about getting connected with Tennessee's coaches and then ultimately choosing UT. That's coming up next and an update on just where things stand with the numbers in Tennessee's 2021 class before I finish up tonight's show. It's Football Futures. The show is presented by Twin Peaks. My name's Josh Ward. You're listening to FM 99.1, the sports. Checking in with Tennessee football commitments and prospects. It's Football Futures with Josh Ward. Welcome back into Football Futures. My name's Josh Ward. We are a little more than a week away from the early signing period beginning. Next Wednesday, December 16th, will be the first day of the three-day signing period. I'll catch you up on where the numbers stand in Tennessee's 2021 class with Daryl Jackson decommitting earlier today. He's a player that was not expected to be in the class for Tennessee uh, defensive end. But Tennessee added to the class earlier today. The Vols landed a commitment from Amari McNeil. He is a lineman, a two-way prospect, an offensive and defensive lineman who projects to play defensive line at the college level, and he joins the show now. Amari, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to me, and I'll just begin by asking, you announced your commitment earlier today. Why the Vols? Why go ahead and announce your commitment to Tennessee today? It was just a bond I had. Um, I was talking to my coach previously last week, and he told me if this is where I want to go, why wait? So... I wanted to announce my commitment, and I this was the best decision for me in um, the recruiting process. I really like the school. I like the coaches. I like the coaching staff. I like like everything about Tennessee. When was it that Tennessee's coaches um, really kind of put on the press in terms of recruiting you? What's the timeline been like with your connection and building that relationship with Tennessee's coaches? It's been for about it's been about three weeks, uh, three weeks to a month. I've been talking to them ever since they offered me, and our bonds just got closer and closer ever since that day. What was it about Tennessee's coaches, either um, defensive coaches or head coach Jeremy Pruitt? What was it about them that led you to believe that, hey, that's the best option for you? Coach Pruitt is a great defensive coordinator. Um, coach Felton is a Georgia boy. I'm from Georgia, so we get along great. And um, Coach Ansley, he's a great defensive coordinator, too. And... Um, I just love the bonds that um, the coaches and I have. And I know that you're a, a two-way guy playing offensive and defensive line. Th- they're recruiting you on the defensive line, right? How much did that factor in in that you want to play on the defensive side in college and those guys are respected as defensive coaches like you talked about? It factored in a lot because I just started playing defensive line recently and I started loving it fast. And I like it, I kinda like, I like it more than the offensive line, so – it meant a lot that I could play where I wanted to play at a Power 5 SEC school. 
and that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, what did that mean to you? The opportunity to play in the SEC. How much did that factor in? Uh, factors in a lot because it's close to home. Um, my parents can come to my games, and it's one of the best um, conferences in college football. Yeah, I'm talking to Amari McNeil. He's Tennessee defensive line commitment now. Uh, did you rely on anybody? You mentioned your coach, your parents. How much did they help you through this recruiting process? Uh, my coach and parents helped me a lot because my mom and my dad, they told me, I was just been talking to them, and they've been telling me that they think Tennessee is the best fit for me. My coaches, they think Tennessee is the best, best fit for me. Um, they think I have a very big future as a defensive lineman, and – I do too, so that's what I'm trying to do. Do you think you've been a little under the radar as a prospect? Yes, sir. A lot. Uh, very under the radar. What do you think that's the case? Started getting recognized late um, in quarantine. I couldn't take too many visits um, because when I started getting recognized, we were in a pandemic and the, um, thing was cl- the thing was closed, but... Um, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to put my name out. I know it's too late. It's not too late, but I can still um, make a name for myself. So, so that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. What was that like trying to deal with? Because I'm sure you had planned to try to visit schools and maybe take part in camps. Is that right? This past summer, and then you didn't get that opportunity, which I'm sure had some kind of effect on your recruitment. Yes, sir. I was planning to go on a bunch of camps uh, this summer, but all that was shut down. Just been doing. I just been reaching out to coaches, sending my film around, and uh, just seeing who can try to take notice of me and watch my film, and it's been working. Yeah. So, do you know how was the connection made with Tennessee's coaches? Did was that through you, your coach at at, at your high school? How did the connection get made? It was from my head coach and my defensive DB coach. Um, my DB coach actually name is Coach Sessions. He's a boy. He actually went to Tennessee himself, and uh, uh, my head coach, Coach Stansel, he's friends with Coach Pruitt, so help me, help me a lot, help me out a lot. Yeah, I remember Anthony Sessions. So, has has he told you much about um, Tennessee? What 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 were they able to kind of feedback? Were they able to give you just about you know UT in general and the athletic program? Uh, it told me it was a great opportunity. They're, they're, uh, they're not doing too well this year, but it's still a great opportunity, and I could be a part of turning a great program, big program around. And they said, if I want to go there, why not? Uh, sure. Why wait? So, Mari McNeely committed to Tennessee. What do you think you've learned through this recruiting process, which was very different? You didn't get to go through the normal visits and all that stuff. What did that kind of teach you, even still getting the opportunity to go to the University of Tennessee at the end of it? It taught me to just be patient. Everything's going to work out. Just kept playing, being patient, and everything worked out. It's a um, recruiting process. It's a very long process. It's a you got to think it out. You got to make sure anything, any decision decision you make is going to be the best decision for you. And um, that's why I picked Tennessee because one of the best schools for me. Did you enjoy the recruiting process? Yes, sir. It was fun. It was, it was very fun. It was different, but fun. I can say that um, I was part of one of the recruiting classes that couldn't visit um, for this senior year, but it was it was fun. Sure. What uh, what has been the reaction from your parents, your family, now that you've gone public with a commitment to Tennessee? Um, they're excited. They're happy. They can't wait for me to step on campus and 
show what I got in the SEC. Are you going to sign next week? Is that your plan? Uh, no, I'm actually planning to sign in February, but if anything comes up, I will let y'all know if I will sign next week because it's a possibility. Okay. Is there a reason you want to wait till February? Yes, sir, just to make sure my decision is uh, – I stand by my decision and um, make sure I thought it out very well. I got you. Well, uh, Amari, thanks so much for taking some time to join me on short notice. Congratulations on committing to Tennessee and look forward to seeing you in the future in Knoxville. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thanks to Amari McNeil, Tennessee's newest commitment, a defensive line prospect from the state of Georgia, for joining me here on tonight's show. And his story's interesting. He's a guy that was kind of under the radar, not getting as much college attention. And then COVID-19 happens and he's not able to go participate in camps and make the visits that he had planned to and that negatively affected his recruitment but here he is with an offer from Tennessee and we'll see if any other schools jump in the mix here as he did say he wants to make sure that he's made the right decision but there are probably a number of players a large number of players out there who have been affected one way or the other with recruiting in 2020 because it's not been a normal year with their uh, opportunity to go take visits and compete in camps and show coaches what they're able to do and then you have football seasons that have been affected on the field for guys who are seniors now and looking to sign next week or sometime in February there also could be an impact on future classes while we're right now talking about guys in the 2021 class getting ready to sign prospects in the 2022 and 2023 classes are being evaluated and Jeremy Pruitt was asked about that earlier today at his press conference here's what he said about how what's happened this year with prospects not being able to take visits in person with coaches going back to March how that's affected them in recruiting the circumstances are, are different everywhere you know there there's you know there's schools that played in the state of Tennessee there's schools that didn't uh some of the schools that played uh um, maybe they didn't have a whole lot of practice time leading up to when they started to play. Maybe some of them had a lot of practice time. You know, the state of Alabama, Georgia, Florida, to an extent, have played a season. I think Louisiana has, maybe Mississippi. North Carolina has not. South Carolina started late. So it's unusual across the country, right? So, you know, you just got to worry about the ones that you get, not the ones that you don't. You got to really focus and make sure that you know what you're getting. Uh, for the younger kids, it's unfortunate because you don't have camps and an opportunity to bring them in uh, to kind of see where they're at. So, um, you know, I think we're all trying to adjust to this. Um, and, you know, we've had a plan that we really worked hard to execute. Um, and we'll continue to do that, you know, with uh, the NCA changing rules and allowing players to come back or this season not to count. You know, that also affects your numbers a little bit when you when you talk about recruiting. The numbers will be worth paying attention to as Tennessee now sits at 25 commitments for the 2021 class, and the Vols still continue to be in the picture for a few highly touted prospects. Nylon Green is making his announcement tomorrow, and the Vols have been considered underdogs recently. The most recent momentum has been around Georgia, but Tennessee, Georgia, and Clemson have battled for the four-star corner, so we will be watching to see what his announcement is tomorrow. Defensive lineman Taiwan Malone is in the picture for Tennessee. The Vols have 25 commitments right now, and then you have the transfer market that could affect Tennessee's numbers. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Julian Nixon is a player that I think fans have been wondering, okay, what's going on there? He's the wide receiver prospect from down in the state of Georgia, and he said that he is going to sign with Tennessee next week. He reaffirmed his commitment on Twitter here in the last day or two. So how Tennessee manages the numbers will be worth paying attention to for sure 
and the numbers always work out, and coaches will tell you that. I'll tell you that as well, and they can work out in a number of different ways. But in the end, they'll work out. Uh, currently, Tennessee in the composite ranks number 14 in the country as the Vols have had a couple of decommitments recently in Demarius McGee and Terrence Lewis over the last two weeks. And then uh, Daryl Jackson also came off the list earlier today. The number one class in the country currently belongs to Alabama. So Alabama's number one in the college football rankings, number one in recruiting rankings. Ohio State's number two, LSU is number three, Georgia's number four, and Oregon is number five. Elsewhere from the SEC, you have Florida at number seven, and then Tennessee is the fifth highest team from the SEC at number 14 in the country. Texas A&M is number 15. If you look at the average player rating, Tennessee would drop down from where it is. But with 25 commitments, the Vols have eight commitments more than Texas A&M. So that's an example of how Tennessee is able to still beat out Texas A&M. The Vols have more work to do, and they've missed out on some prospects that they hope to land. But they've also overall done a good job of holding on to the players who have been committed. Uh, losing Terrence Lewis's commitment and Demarius McGee was no good. Those guys have also not completely ruled out Tennessee, so the Vols are still recruiting those players and hoping to add them back to the class. Communication continues there, so we'll see how it plays out. But the Vols have plenty of work to do between now and next Wednesday, and a win against Vanderbilt could perhaps at least provide a, a brief hush to the negative recruiting that has very much been there against Tennessee, as Miles Campbell talked about in the first segment of the show. I appreciate you being here on Football Futures. It's presented by Twin Peaks. You can go back and listen to any show in the podcast section of the WNML app and find it on Apple Podcasts. Football Futures every Monday at 7 o'clock, presented by Twin Peaks, right here on FM 99.1, the sports